Dalad Amud Aleph, the mitzvah of Kriyas Megillah Belayla Vayom. You've got to read the Megillah in the night and the day. And we're dealing with celebrating miracles, which is such an important part of enriching life. Uh, we've got to make an effort to enrich life. Otherwise, we get into a routine, it becomes dull and monotonous. And one of the things that we do to enrich life is to celebrate miracles. And uh, we learn how to celebrate a nice galui to the idea of a, a dramatic open miracle we get from Pesach, as the Ramban says at the end of Parashat Bo. We, le- we learn from that the principles of miracles. But Purim is a workshop in learning how to, to celebrate the Nisim Nistarim, that's Esther, the hidden miracles, the miracles that happen every day that we tend not to notice. Uh, and the word Megillah is to be Megaleh, to reveal that which is hidden. That's what we learn to do in Purim. Purim is a lesson. This whole of, of this part of Masech Megillah is, is, is around that. How do you do that? Because that makes such a difference to life. If you're able to be alert to the little miracles and celebrate them, what a difference that makes to life. We love celebrations. We love parties. But we could make a party every day. We could make many parties every day if we were only uh, tuned in to the, to the nisim that take place. Children uh, play hide-and-seek at a very early age. In every culture all over the world throughout history, children play hide-and-seek. It's not why. What is that about? And they get such joy when they, when they find the, the hidden person or object. Uh, and that's because they're learning the skill of gilu. They're learning how to mibegaleh, that which is nistar, which is an important part of the avodah. It's an important part of our service as human beings, uh, not only in the area of miracles, uh, but, mm. but we're dealing with, with nisim, uh, to be megaleh, to actually seek the miracles that the Rebbeinu Shalom has hidden. Uh, but there's so much of life that is hidden that we have to go searching for, that we have to seek. What is a matmon? When we talk about matmonim, whether we talk about it literally of digging for treasure, we talk about it in the sense of the shir, where we dig into the daf, we dig into the halakha, things that appear to be technical and dry. Like today, we're going to be learning about the din of women or chayev to read the Megillah, read the Megillah night and day. These are just halachot that we learn. And yet if we dig a little deeper, we see that we're actually getting, a, a, we're getting guidance as to how to live uh, our lives, not only on Purim, but every day. So there are two halachot that we focus on. Both of them are given by Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi on our, on our daf, daf daladamudalif. The first is that nashim chayavot be mikra megillah, she'afheina yubotahanes. Women also have to, have to read the megillah. Why? Because they were in the megillah. Why would I think maybe women shouldn't? Says Rabbi Yonatan Bilunir. Rabbi Yonatan was an early Rishon, the time of the Ravid and the Balamor. He was in, in the south of France, in Provence. Uh, and he... Um, uh, was uh, in, uh, close communicator and supporter of the Rambam, and he wrote on the Rif, he also wrote that we don't have a lot of what he wrote, but on, on Masech to Megillah we do have some. He defended the Rambam against the Ravid, although the Ravid was his Rebbe. He was so taken by the Rambam that he, that he defended the, the, the Rambam against all the Hasagot of the Ravid. A very fascinating person, Rabbi Yenison Milunil, and he says the reason the Gemara tells us, why is Rabbi Yeshua bin Levi even telling us? Why shouldn't be women be chayef? Because it's a mitzvah sashri shiazman grama. Although it's a darabonin, the darabonin are mesakin, the same as, as, as a dorais, as a Torah law. And, and women shouldn't be chayef because this is a time-related and a time-dependent mitzvah. Nevertheless, they are. Explains Tosvas, the Rashbam in Tosvas, because they were the instruments of the miracle, Esther. How can you exclude women from the from Purim if they were the instruments of it? And the same as with, with Chanukah, Yehudit was central to that. And the same as with Pesach, the Tzadkaniyot Shibotohador. So the, the Rashbam learns that the whole idea is because they were the instruments of the entire miracle. 
the the re the Rashbam's nephew says, but that's not in the language. Look how the re uses the diuk, the precise language of the Gemara, to to question his uncle, and he says because of the word af, just that one word. Why would it say because they even they were were um, uh, were in the miracles? The way the Rashbam is learning it would say they were the co- the reason for the whole miracle. Not even them, the men for sure, and even the women. Says the says the re. Therefore, that's not the reason. It's not because they were the heroes. That's not what they chayav or the heroines. That's not why they chayav v'kriyas megillah. The reason is because they were also besofek de la hashmidu la harog. Or as Rabbi Yonason ben brings the whole pasuk la hashmidu la harog la abeds taf v'nashim. It says quite clearly they were at risk, the same as anybody else was at risk. So why is one of the things I want to look at with you is why the risk the important thing? And what happens if they weren't at risk? If it was like the time of Exodus Mitzrayim where Para was gozer al abonim velo al abanot, he was the decree was against the, the boys. What happens if if Haman would have decreed against the men? Would that not have been a miracle for the women? Would the women not be chayiv b'kriyas megillah because of that? What what is that about? <coughs> <coughs> the Gemara goes on, Rabbi Yishu ben Levi gives us a second din. You have to read the Megillah and, and be Mishane the next day. What does the word Mishane mean? There are two meanings of Lashanot. The one is from the word Mishnah and, and learn the Mishnah afterwards. And so there's a Havamin in the Gemara that what it means is you read the Megillah at night and in the daytime you learn Masech the Megillah like we're doing now. That that's what, what you should do. Now this is the Gemara Mishane means uh, you repeat it. Um, and the importance of, uh, of, of repeating it, Tosfus brings, uh, again, read, It's not just to tell us that you've got to say it in the day as well, it's to tell us that you, that you say it with all its brochas, even Shechianu, because the main time of the mitzvah is in the daytime. So in the Sidurim it says, according to some of the some of the poskim, that when you say Shechianu in the daytime in Purim, you should be thinking about the, the Sudas Purim and you should be thinking about Shalach Monas, those, those mitzvahs. Tosfah says, no, you're saying Shechianu because of the mitzvah of Megillah. Its main time is in the day. So it's a chai of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi's chidush that you've got to redo the mitzvah. It's not just that you read it a second time, then you wouldn't say Shechianu. It's you redo the mitzvah, the, the daytime, as you did it in the night. It's a, it's a redoing, a full redoing with, with everything, as if it's the first time. In the daytime, you do it again, as if, as if it's the first time. Um, and, and why is that? So it's for says, because in the Psukim, we see that the second day is important, that the daytime is the important time, and, and he gives various different reasons. But Rashi says that the reason, the reason that you've got to repeat the whole mitzvah in the daytime, brochas and all, is is to remember the miracle. And here's the fascinating words in Rashi. And what was the miracle? They davened day and night. And in this Rashi, you have the opening up of a whole different approach to tefillah and to miracles. Says Rashi, that's the miracle. The tefillah works. That's the nice. <laughs> the nice is not just that strange things happen. If you driving along the road and, and the parking space opens up exactly where you need it, that's called the coincidence. Now I know that we hold that there are no coincidences and so on, but for the purpose of this, of this Gemara, of our, of our Shur today, I want to differentiate between what, what is a coincidence and what is truly a nest. That's a coincidence. It happens. No big deal. 
the sun rises every morning. That's not coincidence, it's, it's an algorithm. The, the, that's how nature is programmed. It's a program. These are not, we, these are not the things we celebrate as Nisim. Whether or not they're Nisim, what I want to look at today is not, is not what a Nase is so much as what do we celebrate as a Nase. Because we see from the Nashim, we free, see from the Din with the women, that we don't celebrate just a miracle that happened. We celebrate a miracle that we experienced. And if the women would not have been part of the Gezerah, if they would not have been part of the risk, they wouldn't have experienced the salvation to the same degree. That experience, what is the experience? And now let's get deeper. What is the experience of miracle? So the experience of miracle is not the sun rises every morning, although that is a miracle, but that's not what we celebrate. The celebration of a miracle is not that you were running late to the airport and, and you're missing your plane and the plane is, is delayed and you make it. Not miracle. Because you're not experiencing it as miracle. That's coincidence. Miracle is when you turn to Hashem and you say, Please, Rebbeinu I know the odds are against me. But I know you can, you're not governed by odds. That's it. Ein mazal Israel, The Jewish people is part of your empire. We're not governed by odds. Rebbeinu help me. I'm running late for this plane. And I'm running late because I went to the Matmonim Shir in the morning and learned some Torah. That's why I'm running late. It's not because I was doing anything else. We burn it and please, I can't afford to miss this plane. And you get there, and the plane's delayed. That's experiencing a nais. A nais is when is is It's the shouting out to Hashem, which is responded to. That is the experience of a miracle that gives us a, a reason to actually celebrate the miracle. And when did they daven? They daven day and night. So, that, so, so since the essence of experiencing nace is in the tefillah rather than in the outcome, then the timing of the nace was, was, day, was day and night. And the Gemara brings two different psukim for that, and they're both, both interesting. If we go back up again to the Gemara of Omar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, the one is the posuk she'nemar elokai ekrai yomam velota ane velayla velodumayala. This is the Tefillah uh, Ayelet Hashacha, which Chazal say is talking about, uh, about Esther, who's called Ayelet Hashacha. The Metsuda says literally Ayelet Hashacha is a musical instrument, but Ayelet Hashacha, Chazal learned, is, is Esther. And she says, I called you in the day and you didn't answer, and in the nighttime I didn't stop. I don't give up my Tefillah. And that's why... I, uh, and so, so the tefillah was day and night. There's, there's something in that day and night aspect of the tefillah that we capture on 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 on, on uh, Purim in reading the Megillah, both both in the day in the nighttime and in the daytime. And the um, if you look back again at Rabbi Yonatan Milunil, at the second one down towards the bottom, he he adds Shiyoman v'layla haitat soeket. Right, well, let's start. Let's do the whole one. Shanot kriya b'yomim shenema alokai kriya yoman velotane v'zeh hapasuku neemar ba'ayelat hashacha v'neemar al Esther sheyoman v'layla hitat zoeket. Esther was crying day and night. Ve'ena shoteket, and she doesn't stop. She doesn't say it seems my tefillahs aren't working. So what's the point? She never says that. She never gives up. That's what hope is. Hope is emuno. Hope is faith. Hope is never give up. As long as you're alive and able to communicate to Hashem, never stop. Keep going because the Rebbein Hashem needs it all. Ad she'ana Hashem otah What tefillah did Hashem answer? 
So does Hashem answer the last one? You daven, you daven consistently for 24 hours and all of a sudden Hashem answers. Does that mean your last tefillah did it? No, it's the accumulation of all the tefillah. I sometimes say to my gym trainer, can't we just skip the first 19 press-ups and just do the last one? Because that's the one that does all the, all the effort, doesn't that? Hurt? Does, don't, don't lift the first 11 weights. Let's just do the 12th one and we'll get all the benefit one. Yes, all the benefit, benefits in the 12th one. But your twelfth one is of no value if there weren't eleven before it. The Rebunishim responds to a tefillah at the end of the twenty-four hours, but that tefillah he responds to has got its power by the twenty-four hours of Yom and Valayla, of tefillah that took place all the time. That's the power of tefillah. And the, the Me'iri said, which goes back to, to a shir, this shir altogether links, it's kind of the sister shir to the last shir on Tainus. That, that we had. And, and also on Daf Bez, I, I brought a Meiri, which we didn't have time to look at, but one of the things the Meiri says at the, at the end is, The day of, of, of the miracle is not the day of victory, it's the day of Menucha. It's when you can breathe, you can stop davening, it's done. That's, that's the day that you celebrate. And we see this right through that what we're looking at is this enormous stress and tension that, that we have and then the ease when the Rebunisham responds to us. That's experiencing this. We wouldn't daven like so hard if the odds were in our favor. So if you come into the car into the parking area and there are lots of empty parkings, you wouldn't daven to Hashem, please Rebunisham, find me a parking. Because the odds are you're gonna find a parking. You don't need to daven for that. You might want to dive in, but that's not the kind of tefillah we're talking about. We're talking about where you're late for your meeting and there are no parkings and there are people cruising up and down the parking ground and there's no chance you're going to find one and you turn to the Rebunisham and one opens up right in front of you. That, it's that linkage of the answer to the tefillah that, that creates the experience of, of Nes. And we see from the fact that the women are included because they experience the Nes, that it's about experiencing the Nes that is, that is so important. So if we want to enrich our lives with celebration of miracle, we have to start before the nace. We have to start with tefillah. We have to see situations where the odds are against certain things happening in our favor. We have to be mispalal with all our hearts to the Rebbeinu Shlodim that, that despite the odds, he will step in and, and make things happen. And when he does step in and make things happen, we need to feel that, that miracle and have a moment. Sometimes celebration is just a moment, just to have a moment of, ah, Rebbeinu Shlodim. Thank you. You've answered my tefillot because that's the celebration of Nais and it's Purim that teaches us how to do that.